Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. Hey, Tay. We've just, um... <laughs> I was going to say what you were going to say, so you can go... Uh, we've been sitting here not recording, like intentionally not recording, not like, oh, we forgot to hit record, but I was like, we should be talking about this on the podcast. Because we were just talking about books and everything that we think about what we're reading and stuff like that. Yeah. And how we, and I'm sure other people do this too, and we probably, I know we've said this multiple times, we overwhelm ourselves. Like, no one is putting this pressure on us. No. Just ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) 100%. Yeah. Like, Okay, two tw- okay, so we we're talking I was we we're talking about arcs and like a bunch of other stuff that we want to read. And um where was I going with oh yeah, like one of the arcs that I got from NetGalley, the book doesn't come out I think until like February. So like I have time to read it, but knowing that I have it, yeah, and it's sitting there, I'm like, I have to read it right same. now. I have this I have one too on NetGalley and I'm like, oh, you have got to remember yeah. this. Like, All I know is don't ever click download. Yes, I was like, <laughs> it starts. Time yes, is ticking. Time is ticking. Um, you know, I downloaded two Twisted Crowns because I was starting that today and I was like, oh, I also have this one. I forget what it is, but it's a new Danielle Jensen book, like Forging Silver. Uh, that's not what it's called. Yeah, that's a Bridget, Bridget Kemmerer book. Forging yeah. Silver Volumes. <laughs> no, it's okay. Wait, I'm going to get it. Oh, wait, no, not my red books. My want to read. Jeez. Jeez, T. Get it together. I'm sorry. There. I'm having. Oh, a fate inked in blood. Not forging. <laughs> Not forging. I'm also having a complete hot flash right now. That's oh, fine. That's cute. Welcome to old age. Welcome to. It's not even old age. I, whenever I'm premenstrual, I have mm, I like have hot that flashes. Makes, that doesn't make sense. Um, no. I mean, it it has four point four six stars so far. People that's are great. like raving about it, so I'm really excited to start it. But like. Yeah, okay. Two Twisted Crowds, that comes out in October, so I'm like, I have to prioritize that one because I'd rather do it now than... L- There's just too many things coming out in October, and I'm waiting for, like, some other arcs to drop by the end of the month, so I was like, okay, I have to do that now, which, again, I'm not, like, forcing myself because I've been dying for the sequel since One Dark Window. Yes. Um. So far, so good, like, 4% in. But um, I don't even know what I was saying. Just overwhelming. There's just so many things coming out, so many things I want to read. And just, like, so little time. And I just need to be a stay-at-home wife who just, like, gets to read all day and not have any other responsibilities. Uh, Is that so much to ask? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, no, but same. Because, like, I was even looking at my calendar. Well, first of all, it was raining today. And, like, a rainy Monday to me just means, like, sitting on your couch and, like, reading. But, like, work. Um, and then I was looking at my calendar yesterday. And I, like, was chuckling. Because I have... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight meetings. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I just want to, like, say anything. I just want to, like, sit and read. I mean, I can't. I, I don't ever read during a work day. If I do, it's during my, like, lunch break that I yeah. myself. Um, but then we have the event, the Defy the Night event tomorrow night. So, like, yes. we're not reading tomorrow night. No. So, like, oh, my God, then I'm not even going to be able to, like, get something until, like, Wednesday. Because I have the Twisted Crowns arc as well. And I want to finish... 
the side effects, the unfortunate side effects of Heartbreak and Magic. I'm, I started that. It's like, I, I obviously have to, I want to finish it. Of course. And I want to start a study in drowning after that. So my, my thought is by at least Monday. Yeah. That's when I will start at Twisted Grounds. Twisted yeah. Grounds. I mean, I'll keep you posted, but I was reading. Oh, I mean, so I mean like the review, the early so reviews are so good. And I you just. You haven't read One Dark Window. It's one of my favorite fantasy books this year. And you know what? Like, we were just, oh, this is something we were talking about, too. We, we were beating a dead horse here, because we've said this multiple times, too. Be- and I don't know, well, we can't speak for book two. Book one has, it's not YA, we know that. But I wouldn't call it spicy. There's, no. like, moments. But yeah, but, like, so, not really. It's like, not, like This is really not, yeah, like, not really. Like, I, like I, they definitely don't do more than, no. like... Kiss? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't remember and a I single... And very on page anyway. And then I saw somebody, like, rate it, like, 1.5 Spice, Same. and I was I'm like, like no. What book were you reading? But it's also, like, annoying because I feel like the book isn't given enough hype, and I think it's because it doesn't have Spice. But I think if you're a fantasy love, Like, if you like fantasy, fantasy books, yeah. then, like, you will like it. And if you like fantasy romance books then you will like it. Like exactly. If, if you only care about spice and books, then you will. Then you will, exactly. But if you like good plot and good story, and it's like a dark gothic fantasy romance, and just like it's so just so different from like any other... Magic system? Yeah, that I've really ever read. Cool. Yeah. It's all based on like, there's like, cards. they're kind of like tarot cards, but like they're not. But like there's these like magic cards, and the town of Blunder, I believe it is, is like shrouded in this like, like fog oh, yeah and like nobody can leave and it ha- like there's the shepherd king and he died like 500 years ago but like since then there's been this like sickness and it's it's so good it's so fucking good and yeah that I'll is like spit. Donner, yeah. Two of my top fantasy like gothic well i don't want to say fantasy like gothic fantasy reads like i read one dark window i think like a week after fourth wing because i know every like i mean what like I, I know but i was saying yeah. I, Two completely different yes. fantasy books, but it gave me that same feeling because I was just so like into the story. Yes. So Mary, our friend Mary read it back in January and she told us about it, I guess. Like, I don't even remember because like, we're always, recall, yeah. we're always just like sending like books, like back and forth to each other in that group chat. And it's like so hard to keep up. And then I just like randomly downloaded it one day and I started reading it and I texted the group chat like, oh my God. I started reading One Dark Window. It's so fucking good. I can't put this book down. Mary was like, I literally told told you about this like five months ago. Yeah. Um, and then I finished it. Like I read it all in one day. Like that was a like I picked it up on my lunch hour and then I did not put it down. Like I did not get any work done that day. It's one of those books. It's one of those books. Um, but again, if you don't care about plot and you like more spice, then don't pick, then it, don't up. pick it up because it's that's just like not the kind of book it is, but if you are into fantasy romance, highly, 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 highly recommend. And I will Not report close. back about the second book, but so far all of the um, reviews that I've seen have been like very highly rated. I'm not reading them because obviously no spoilers, but I've seen like mostly just like four or five star reviews. So I'm excited. Um, now on the other side of things, if you really are looking for spice, um, I saw a few posts about this. It intrigued me. And <laughs> You're like me. You're obsessed with mindfuck series. Us. Us. <laughs> Another <laughs> one that I was like, you have to read the- that. I was, will say that, that was that's the only book that we in that group chat 
where when you actually said you guys have to stop what you're doing to pick this up, Mary and I did. It's like I was gonna say like that say, was like yes. to read books, and we're all like, cool. We'll edit to our TBR. We'll get to when we get to it. But I feel like that book was like one in particular. Well, you and Mary tend to pick up each other relatively quickly. Um, no, but that yeah, that but was that one that I was, was like, like, you guys, like I'm not kidding. Like you really have to stop whatever yeah. you're reading right now, and you have to start this series. And you guys started like maybe like a day or two after I did, and we yeah. all finished within like four days. You can, yeah, you cannot put that down. Once no, you start. Like, like I think I read two within in a, in a day. I you there know, are novellas. Yeah, so there's five. It's five. There. Yeah, it's five novellas. If you buy the book, you can buy it all binded as one. But I'm pretty sure they're still all on Kindle Unlimited. So if you I'm have it, they are. I know they are. It's on my spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna, when I first picked when I picked up the first one, I was like, okay, I'm gonna read the first one and then I'll see like if I'm gonna continue. Yeah. And I finished it in a few hours because again, it's like 150 pages, I think, the first novella. And I was like immediately downloaded the second and I stayed up until like 2 a.m. reading the second, finished it. The next day I downloaded the third, like I it was just like back to back to back. Like I could not stop. Yeah, I mean and I'm someone who does not finish a series or takes her time with a series. You can. I was within like a day or like wh- whatever, like yeah. however long it took me was back to back to back. I think that we all finished it within like two and a half days. 100%. Like, yeah. um, anyway, go on. Sorry. So No, no, it's pretty fine. <clears throat> so I was kind of hoping that this was going to give me the same feelings and like oh, I wanted to shout about it from the rooftops. It was still very good and entertaining. And if you like spice, this, you get some like nice tension build. And then it like, once it happens, it's just, you're on a fucking roller coaster. Yeah. You're a good smut. Um, Butcher and Blackbird by Bryn Weaver. Check your trigger warnings. Um, they are serial killers. I will read <laughs> this is what this is me first off, this is me all sick and fucking twisted. But one of my first highlights, um <laughs> this skin splits open and a white mass of maggots tumbles out. Like little order pastas. Fucking sold. You have me. Three percent in. I Gold. feel like you've told me about this quote. <laughs> Like, I feel like... Morbidly Yours has a good... Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. And it's the same show. Like, yeah, I fucking love this. (laughs) I'm here for it. So, like, are they, like, rival serial killers who fall in love? Like, what's the plot? I wouldn't call them rivals. Like, they're just their own separate serial killers. And then they decide to... So, she gets caught in a cage when she's, like, uh, in, like, about to kill some guy. He ends up dying, but she somehow, like, trips, falls, and, like, gets knocked into a cage. Um, He comes in, sees her there, blah, 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 blah. He somehow frees her. He's like, I'll get you out of here no big deal and like he is it is insta love but like from his end but she doesn't know it okay like you can tell that she's definitely attracted to him it feels like a buffoon because she's been like sitting in a cage like with a dead corpse for three days like it's oh. just so disgusting that sounds so lovely so like lovely. a vacation but like then they decide to have this competition where they meet up yearly his brother who's also a serial killer sends them a location and they have to like identify the person okay and, like, whoever's first to kill wins so you kind of like follow along with that. A little you, serial killer like competition. A little serial killer competition. I love it. it does have a happy ending. Um, it's cute. Like it's it's definitely not as like detailed with the plot as mindfuck. But again, the sole purpose of this is more, I think, spice with like right. a side of fun serial killer stuff. Yeah, where so, mindfuck is dark. But it's it's like a dark romantic comedy, that's what it yeah. labeled as. But I thought it was super fun. It, I feel like I think I finished it in a day and a half. It's on K. Please hold. I'm fairly certain it's on KU. I made a list. It's on our um, link tree. It's on our link tree, so it's in our bio. Um, so if you are looking for a fall wreck, whether it's like, and I don't read a lot of dark fantasy or dark romances, I should say. Um, 
I am missing one because I did read one for Soul to Take last year. But you can always just scope it out. I do put ratings, their genres, their um, tropes. As for spice, I literally just categor categorize. That's the word. Categorize mm -hmm. it as yes, no, or why yet. Because like my spice rating is different from other people's spice ratings. Like like we just said with one dark window, someone gave that a one point five, which in Teresa in my mind would be zero. Yeah. So I don't want to like say it's two two chili peppers, but then have someone be like, "That's like a fucking five. Yeah. Or oh my mm -hmm. god, that's because like, people will fight you over spice yes. like ratings, and it's just like okay, well it's an opinion, so like leave me the fuck alone. One hundred percent. But again, because certain people don't like spice or like like our my my cousin, like she yeah. does not like books with spice. I just don't want to allude to like it's right. not spicy and like have something like that's a little bit more than what I was like thinking. So it just says yes, no, and whatever. So if you want to look it up yourself, you're more than welcome to. But um, it's on Kindle Unlimited, but it's. There's like already like almost three thousand reviews on it, so it's fun. It's a good one. Um, and then, so Teresa's obviously this is our favorite time of year. Teresa, if you have not checked it out, Teresa posted a giveaway on our Instagram. Yeah, you can view the video on TikTok, but it is through Instagram. She's graciously giving away quite a few books and some stickers. Because um, she is in her hockey era again. Well, she's always in her hockey era. I was going to say, I'm always in my hockey era, but, but season, season starts in like three weeks. Um, three and a half weeks, I guess. Whatever. You know. Whatever. We're rounding. We're rounding. Three weeks. And I figured, this is my favorite time of year. This is your favorite time of year? Just I like know. my favorite time of year. But, but for a different thing. For a whole different yeah. reason. So she's in her hockey. She's deep within her hockey romance. You're going to see a ton of stuff, I'm sure, coming up her way. And I'm in my spooky era because it's aka it's basically Halloween. It is. Um, and because I'm copycat, Teresa's giving doing a giveaway for hockey romance books. I'm gonna be doing like a spooky giveaway. Yeah, so stay tuned. Keep checking the Instagram for the spooky one. Probably what you send the next like two. Three I think weeks? I would post it on October first because October yeah. to me like if you are not in your spooky era right now, you should be by October first. That's like the kickoff of right? spooky season for me. For you, I just sneeze. Bless you. Achoo! Oh, thank you. Um, um, yeah, no, like normal people kick off spooky season October 1st. Psychopaths <laughs> start spooky season August 1st. I've been giving her no, a No, you found your community. I did. Just like you found your, well, you, I think, created your community. Yeah. I don't remember ever hearing about, uh, I'm going to blow steam up Teresa's ass for seven seconds. Honestly, so I love compliments. If she's, if she's so floating everybody... on the ceiling in a few seconds, I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> just like, honestly, just keep. Just blow steam up my ass. I'm going to blow it right now. So I, I am convinced Teresa started the hockey romance, like, niche. Like, I mean, I'm sure people read it. I'm sure people, there was tons of books in the past about it, obviously, because you found them all. But like, I feel like not a lot of people spoke about them. Yeah, I feel like, I mean. There were sports romances. Right. And I'm, again, I am 1,000% positive that they lived in there. But, like, to actually kind of have like, a whole classification of hockey romances I feel that Teresa Marie Spada Olini, <laughs> so many names, <laughs> was the creator of that niche. I'll take credit, even though I probably don't deserve it, but I like, <laughs> I just like compliments and I like taking credit for things that I don't deserve to take credit for. So yes, I created, <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is I. It is I, I. I have dubbed myself now Queen of Hockey Romances. I don't care. I know that there are bigger, I, listen. Not to get, not to get 
bogged down. No, no, no. It's like not to get bogged down in the hockey romance genre drama of like a month and a half ago, where Kara Lewis deemed herself the queen of hockey romances because that bitch is not it. It's Teresa. No, like not even that. Like she's just like I I've had her blocked on my personal account and our book talk since like the creation of both of them oh like you probably God. like you probably I would have no idea I was like, you have no idea who she is because <laughs> I literally saw like one video of her and I was like this girl is too much like I, I just blocked her she heard like one hockey romance book cried about it and then was like I'm the queen of hockey romances and then she said that she was the queen of books it was like a whole I just I couldn't oh my goodness. um so yeah so I don't even know what's going on with her anymore because again I haven't seen any of the videos but um, I had a bone to pick when I saw people stitching saying that she was the queen of like hockey romances. And I was like, girl, you read like one hockey romance and you've never, I started reading hockey romances because I like the sport. And like most of these books are so unrealistic, but like that's what kind of makes them fun. It's actually really funny because some are so unrealistic that I'm like, these are so bad because it's so unrealistic. And then some are so unrealistic, but like in a good way. I can, I can understand that. But, but again, because, and Teresa's not just like a, like, I know we're being a dead horse with this also too, but like, you're not just a fan who's like a recent fan. Like, no, I've are, been, you've been a fan since you probably literally like, was born. born. Yeah. And like, you understand the sport. I travel to see them. Well. Like, but and like, in yeah. the game itself. Like, cause right. like, it's, I feel like you can be like a football fan or like a sports fan. And, like, I'm sure after so long of watching, you understand like the rules and things like that. But like, you have a very well-rounded understanding yeah. of, like, the intricacies of the game. Well, like, I mean, like, I think that, like, I, I've, like, and talked players. to people, yeah, I've, like, talked to people who, like, read hockey romances, and I'm like, okay, like, it's like the what came first, the chicken or the egg, like, did you start watching hockey because you started reading hockey romances, or did you start reading hockey romances because you were a fan of hockey? Like, for me, it was, like, I was a fan of hockey, so I was like, ooh, I'm gonna pick up, like, yeah. a few hockey romance books and, like, see what they're about. And, like, I think it's great that the genre has brought, like, a lot of new fans to the sport, especially female fans. Because I feel like, as a female sports fan, like, it's hard to enter that community because men typically, like... Don't, like, they, like, you're, you still have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Like, a man, I say this all the time, like, a man can be a casual fan of the sport. And, no, like, people can say, oh, I like football. And nobody's going to be like, oh, well, can you name, like, the last three coaches of, like, the Giants? Tom just did this to me about the Green Bay Packers last Yes. Week. Right. But, like... No, but like, but if a girl says, oh, like, I like, if I'm like, oh, I'm a Devils fan, like, people are going to quiz me on it. But yeah. if, like, Gil says he's a Devils fan, nobody's going to quiz They're him They're like, oh, it. cool, dude, me too. Yeah. So, like, I think it's, like, great that, like, a bunch of women are finding the sport now. And there's, like, a community for, like, girls to like sports. Agreed. And, like, not have to, like, feel. Like, they have to, like, prove themselves. Right. And it's, like, honestly horrific. I think that I know so much about hockey and I'm, like, I mean, I. I've been going to game, like literally would go to like 15 games a year like yeah. since I was like four years old sometimes more I've had season tickets in the past too expensive and I'm broke so I don't do that anymore but I still go to a lot of games I travel and see them play at like different like arenas and stuff but um growing up like I feel like you know I was like a little like a young girl in school like wearing like my like devil's jersey like on like game days and stuff and boys would be like oh like you know kind of like bully you because like yeah. oh like oh you only like them because you think so and so players cute so like I felt like I learned like I would sit there and I would study the roster like all the stats I would study all the rules so that like I could like like put people in their place and be like I know more than you do bitch yeah so anyway yeah that's how I got into the genre <laughs> <laughs> and that is that. And um, so if you guys are ever in New Jersey and want to go to a game, hit me up because yes, I want to go. Go, go. 
Thank you. She is fun to go with. I am. I'm not just shooting my own. That no, I actually, you're, you're that I actually am being serious about. I actually am really fun to go with. <laughs> no, you're a good time. I, on the other hand, fall asleep during sports. Um, and not because like, I don't like them. It's just because there's bedtime. Um, you I know, Katie, I made everybody go to Nashville for my 30th. We went to see the Devils play the Predators. And Katie did fall asleep. They were in like quadruple overtime. Okay. Well, that's actually not how it works. I know. But- <laughs> 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 only in the playoffs can that happen. Um, they did go into overtime. They did. Which is only five extra minutes. It was a long five minutes. They also stuck me at the end. And then there the was time. a shootout. There, there was, was a, shootout. a shootout. It was cool. I don't know. It was kind of my bedtime. I did the same thing during a UFC fight. I'll never forget. I don't know. At first and foremost, I don't know why. Overtime. overtime. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck anyone invited me to a UFC game. I went with Tom. A game. A UFC game. <laughs> a fight. A fight. Uh, we're still looking. So I don't know. I went to a UFC fight with Tom. I don't know. I don't. I forget who else we went with. And I was in grad school, and like my grad program for for one of my degrees was like ridiculously rigorous. Like you were in school all day, then you went to clinicals, and they tell you not to work, but I worked. Um, so I was exhausted. So I went to a fight. We were supposed to sit up top. We somehow, and again, I can't remember because I was like probably half delusional with being exhausted. We moved down to like a lower level. So like, I kid you not, we were maybe like 15 rows behind like the actual fight. Yeah. And I fell asleep for an hour and a half. Honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. If I went to UFC fight, I'd fall asleep too. I'm just like so uninterested in UFC. It's, I just like, don't care. I don't even know how we got into this, but me either. We we're talking about dark romances. I did read a dark romance as well recently. Um, still beating by Jennifer Hartman. So like everybody like raves about this book, and I'm gonna say mediocre. Like okay. I gave it like three, three and a half. Like if you wanted to read it, I would say yeah, you should read it. But like I'm not gonna like recommend it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna go out of my way to recommend it. I should say like I'm not a big dark romance fan okay yeah, i mean that's the same um but good like but i love a good dark romance like i really liked haunting adeline like by all intents and purposes i shouldn't have because a lot of the things that happen in that book i hate um i just felt like i don't know if it was like the because like i read reviews and then they're like oh her writing's like phenomenal like i don't know i felt like the right like the dialogue seemed like i don't know what my issue with it was okay. i liked the storyline but I just felt like there was just like, a, it was like, felt like very disjointed at times. And I think that I wanted more of like a healing journey for the two characters. And you, you don't get them healed until like the epilogue really. Mm, okay. Um, and I didn't want them to be healed right away. Like they go through horrific trauma. Um, but I was hoping that like once they got out of that situation that the rest of the book would be like them kind of on their way to on their way to so the this isn't a spoiler i think this is like the plot of the book um which i'm pretty sure is like whatever anyway you could skip if you plan on reading it and don't want to be spoiled but these um the two cat the two main characters dean and oh my god what the fuck is her name typical typical us cora cora okay um i'll tell you what my biggest issue was too while i'm explaining the plot okay so Dean and Cora are like rivals, arch nemesis, but they've known each other for 15 years because Dean has been dating Cora's sister okay. since high school, like all throughout high school in their adult life. They're engaged to be married in like two weeks. They're out for Cora's sister's birthday. 
everybody leaves. Cora stays at the bar. And um, when she's getting ready to leave, she goes to, like, grab, like, her wallet. Her wallet's missing. Somebody's, like, stole her wallet. She's, like, no way to get home. She calls her friend. She calls her sister. She calls her parents. No one's answering. So she calls Dean. Dean's, like, fuck it. I'll come get you. But, like, Cora hates Dean. But Dean, like, thinks that their rivalry is, like, funny. Okay. So he's, like, no, like, we, like, keep each other on our toes. Like, this is all, like, in good fun. And she's, like, no, like, I hate you. So anyway, Dean comes to pick her up. There's, like, a guy kind of hassling her outside the bar. It's a gross, like, old man. And um, Dean gets there, and the guy's like, oh, what, is this your boyfriend? And Dean's like, no, like, that's not my girlfriend. They get in the car, whatever. Long story short, the old man is, like, a serial killer. And they call him the matchmaker. So he, like, abducts two people and then tries to force them to fall in love and then, like, tortures and kills them in front of each other. Okay. Which, like, again, like, I'm kind of more intrigued than this man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I want that story a little yeah, bit. Yeah, give us that. So it's really, really fucked. The guy, like, rapes her. Mm-hmm. Like, she, they're, I think they're in captivity for, like, three weeks, three and a half weeks. And every other day, he rapes her or he forces the two of them to have sex. Okay. So, like, it's, like, it's, yeah. like, really dark. Um, her and Dean do fall in love, like, while they're in captivity. Um, and it's, like, not until, like, the last day that, like, the forced sex becomes, like, more intimate between the two of them. Like, they're kind of just, like, it's, like, a gun to his head type of thing. Like, I'll kill you if you don't have sex with her. And she's, like, it's okay. And Dean's, like, no, it's not. And, like, so they're both technically, like, being raped, obviously. Um, so they get out and, like, Everybody knows that she was raped by the guy who abducted her, but nobody knows about what happened between her and Dean. But, like, her sister, like, kind of fucking sucks. Um, I feel like in this situation, it probably helps the sister sucks. Because I feel like a really weird component. Uh, Cora and her sister are really close. And, like, there's flashbacks, too. So you can kind of see, like, Dean admits to her that, like, he liked her first. And that's, like, what bothered me. It's like, okay, like, yes, they were young kids, but why are you... If you like this girl, why do you date her sister? And then why yeah. do you date her sister for 15 years? And like, why do you, pro- like, and then why and do you why propose to her? Yeah. If like, you've kind of always had a thing. And like, it's described more. He's like, oh, like, it was like a harmless, like, crush. Like, they were in high school. But like, he kind of, like, there was definitely always something there. And it's just like, kind of strange. And he was kind of like, settling for the sister. Okay. Um, but like, they get out of captivity. And the sister's like, getting mad at Dean. Because like, she was like, oh, I thought after three weeks, like, you would want to be, like, intimate with me, like, mm. and it's like, he, she doesn't know that he had to, like, yeah, you know, with, like, whatever, but he knows, she knows that he was, one, held captive, even if, even if there was nothing, there's nothing, yeah. like, that's still mentally, whatever, but he also had to watch your sister be raped, like, I don't know, maybe, uh, that's maybe why he doesn't want to be intimate with you, yeah. I don't know, and then she's, like, forcing your sister to go on dates and, like, trying to set her up with people, like, after. I just, like, didn't like how anybody really dealt with the situation. And then, like, Cora and Dean are, like, leaning on each other because, like, they know what happened. And he breaks up with the sister before, like, I don't want to say before anything happens, but, like, he breaks up with her. It just, I don't know. I feel like it's so toxic, their whole relationship, and it's so back and forth. And, like, that's, they have to separate for a while. He's like, I have to leave because, like, we are just, like, trauma bond he's like I love you but like we are just like so trauma bonded and like we're like basically drowning in each other and like our trauma like you have to get better like on your own before like you can accept me like into your life and like they do end up together 
but like you only get them healthy and together for like one chapter oh that's not fun i like wanted to see them like work through it together and like kind of heal so that was like my issue with it and i just hated the 15 year relationship like yeah that's like too much yeah Okay, well, since that was fucking dark, we're gonna go light for a second over here. <laughs> Jesus <Sorry>. Christ. <laughs> um, so I've been seeing, I don't know if anyone else has either, her favorite Jack the Lantern. Yes, I've seen um, that. Is by Rebecca Rennick. And it does say it's book two of the Gummy Bear Orgy series. <laughs> fucking great name. It is clearly interconnected. You do not need to read book one. I did not. Um, but the main character, Sally, meets a guy named Jack. <gasps> Yeah. Okay, I see where it's going. If you haven't picked up on it, it's fucking Jack and Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, so that already. Like, Do you consider part. that a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Both. Okay. You can totally watch it during Christmas because it's creepy and it's Tim. Tim Burton is associated with Halloween. Tim Burton and Halloween are the same. Yeah, in my opinion. But because there's a Christmas flair to it, I also watch it at Christmas time. Okay. Um. It's so cute. Like, so the guy that she's been crushing on since high school moves into this house next door that he's rented. He retired from the army. He only went into the army because his best friend was Mm -hmm. passed away in a car accident that he takes full blame for. Um, So whatever. So he's like trying to find himself, trying to figure out what to do next with his life, which like the the storyline kind of stinks with that aspect. Like how do you, like he loves to work out. So like, He's like, oh, you know, when he, like, talks to Sally, like, can you help me, like, find a job, whatever, in turn, that I'll help you with, like, your business, whatever. Like, it's also, like, dude, you can't figure out what you want to do. Like, you love working out. Like, I was, like, he's going to somehow be a personal trainer or something. I don't know. So, Sally is, like, your town weirdo. Um, And I say that loosely because she's dubbed the weirdo. But, like, in reality, she's just a gothic chick who's obsessed with Halloween. Like, okay. Okay, cool. Um. She's a beautiful, like, in my mind, she's a beautiful Victorian house. It's all black, like, sick interior. She has a little pumpkin patch in the backyard. And she does, like, Halloween displays. So, obviously, like, they become, like, friends to lovers. Yeah. Which is what you like. My favorite. Um, Some good spicy scenes. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cute. Um, If you're just looking for, like, just a fun, like, Halloween-themed book, this is 100% meets you on your list. And I will say, and, like, I'm sure you feel so like, maybe hockey romances. But I feel like because, because I'm obsessed with, like, a Halloween spooky yeah. fall read, I will read anything that is, gets put out there. Yeah. I just want to see if it's good or not. And, again, to each their own with, like, what you think about a book. But, like, I feel like sometimes people just throw out, like, hey, this is what I've read and I'm going to recommend it. When in reality, like, you can say I've read it, but maybe... Like, I won't recommend list. a hockey romance that I read and I didn't like. Like, I won't recommend Her Greatest Mistake by Hannah Cohen. And, like, we did the whole yeah. podcast about it. And I know that people love that book, but I personally did not like exactly. it. Exactly. So you're not going to see it on, like, a list that I no, would recommend. Like, I, have it on, I have this book in particular on my list of, like, that I've read it. Because I, I read the book and this is what, but these are my, this is my rating with it. Like, so right. you clearly see, and you'll never see a post about it, but it's called um, The Only Purple House in Town. There's, it's like a found family trope. It's rated like three five on on Goodreads, and like I don't know, like this girl's like the outcast of her family, and like she gets this house given to her by her aunt. Like, come to find out, you know, I don't want to spoil anything just in case you want to read it. I just didn't really connect with it. Like, there is zero spice in this book. So if you want spice, this is not the book for you. So I feel like maybe if there was spice in this instant, maybe it would be like okay, at least there's spice, but like. If there's no plot and no spice, 
Like I will sacrifice. I don't need spice if there's an amazing plot. Yeah. Like the but plot, if there's no plot, plot, then I want spice. I just didn't enjoy it. Like okay. it, didn't, it didn't do anything for me. Um, so, so it's on my list, but I wouldn't like recommend it by any means. Um, and then I read Kentry Stolen Souls. I have to give tremendous kudos. Like you can slip into someone's DMs and be like, hey, you should read my book. Like, all right, like I'll give it a shot. Like, yeah. whatever. Um, it wasn't bad. Again, it, it was academia vibes. Uh, it is academia, but like, I, I wish there was, I think if she wrote more in this instance, yeah, it would have been better because she had it. Like she could tell she's atmospheric with her writing. Like it's there. I think the book just needed to be longer. Um, it's very rare that we say a book should be longer. Correct. Too. I think it literally was a little shy of 300 pages. Okay. Yeah. Another, I could see it needing at least like I just feel like there should have been like more meat. Like I need more background. Like even it was YA, but I, like I didn't understand like this one guy was supposed to be like a quote unquote love interest or like, I don't know. I didn't understand, I didn't understand like the teacher's purpose in this instance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I gave it like a three, five. And then I read the witch's back. And again, another just like three, five. I feel like um, when certain genres are like super popular and yeah. I feel like this time of year, witchy, like a bunch of people come out with like new witchy books like this time of year, of course, because like, what are you going to do? Put it out in the summer? Stupid. Exactly. Um, but I feel like when like the genre is like oversaturated, which is how I actually do feel about the hockey romance genre, that like people are just like, oh, it's super popular. I'm going to write a book. And like, they're just trying to like get in like while like something's yeah. hot you end up getting a lot of, like, mediocre books. It's, I feel like there's a little bit more mediocre than, like, Scream from the Rooftops. Mm-hmm. And if you looked at our page, you'll know which one's both hockey and witchy. We Scream from the Rooftops. Yes. Um, but I will say, I started, I, like, oh, I think I already talked about this. I do really want to pick up The Assistant to the Villain. Yeah. I keep hearing, like, pretty decent things about that. So I think there's, like, some books on the horror. I think this is, like, the first year I feel like I haven't had to, like, really like hard look for a witchy book i think they're a little bit more readily available this year yes but so far nothing in my mind can top bad luck charm i know julie johnson i really am excited to get to it it's so fucking good i really am excited to get to it like i have it downloaded i just need she did. i just need to find the 500 pages but like i for me i would have read 500 more i don't know i just was obsessed with this book no like i trust you 100 percent as soon as my TBR, like, gets a little bit more, <laughs> like, I have it downloaded. I'm, like, just, like, waiting to start it. I just need, I need, there's, like, three books that I have to read. There's, so, yeah, there's stuff we have to get through. That, right? if I have time. And then October's just going to be, like. Outrageous. But, we, I mean, we keep saying it, but, like, I, I'll read, like, 20 books in a month sometimes. So, like, what, seven releases that I'm, like, really excited yeah. for? Like, uh, that's fine. <laughs> and, like, technically yeah. the Gram Effect comes out the last day of the month. So, that's a November read. That is a November read. And like the light and the flame, yeah, like or whatever the next book is called, and um, that's in the fire and the flesh. That's in October, but like I don't need to read that the day it comes out. Like Shadow and the Ember, Light and the Flame, I read like a like months out. Like I didn't read them this day that they released. Like I love the series, but for whatever reason, like I'm just like I don't care to read it like that day. But like, how many times can I say like in the? Oh, I think if anyone were to count. The amount of times I would give you a prize because I think every every other word for you and I is like it's honestly <laughs> so bad and I just heard myself say it like <laughs> I just heard myself say it so many times in a row that I had to call myself out and I'm so sorry 
Um, I don't even know what I was saying. It doesn't even matter. All the releases. No, there's just, oh, yeah. I think when they're on the horizon, you know they're coming. It just adds pressure. Even yes. though you know you're going to crush 20 in a month anyway, it's still, wow, okay, of that 20, seven are a definite. Like, I'm right. getting to these. But at the same time, too, there's other things you want to read. Which... But also, I also want to read less. Like, I keep being like, yeah. I'm going to read less. So if I only read seven books in October, then, like, great. Then you'll read seven books in October. Exactly. But you know what it is? When there's just so much that you want to get to, or if yes. you hear of a great recommendation all of a sudden. I, yeah, I have FOMO. Then, yeah, you want to get to it. I mean, I hear you. And I love a good book release, and I love yes. being able to read it, like, with everybody at the same time. Well, yeah, where everybody can, like, about be yeah. excited about it. Um, it's fun. But, yeah, but uh, we're adults. Like, we can take a chill pill. Can we? No. I will say, because I'm going to be away for 10 days, I know I'm not going to get a ton of reading done. But I didn't sleep when I was in Paris. Um, couple that with just the time change and anxiety. I don't sleep. So, I have a feeling I'm not going to sleep in Italy because I'm leaving behind the baby. So... <laughs> I am hoping I can, maybe not anything like fantasy-esque that's heavy, but there's a couple on my TBR that I'm like, all right, like, 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 like. Yeah, I know. Um, like the Pumpkin Spice Cafe. It's like an airy. I yeah. can read that at night and it's going to be okay. So yeah. I have a couple things like that on, I'm going to be downloading, so I'm ready to go. Um, I really do. I had a thought and I just like scroll past it. There's just a lot I want to get to. Yeah. Well, um, I know that you read The Simple Wild, right? Yes, book one. You never read the second book. Mm-hmm. So I just did the third book on audio. And it's about Marie. And if you've read The Simple Wild and Wild at Heart, you know Marie. She's best friend to Jonah, but she's madly in love with him. And she kind of sucks. I saw you and, Sh- you and Shannon were messaging. Yes. And I, I saw Marie. I'm like, oh, here we go. Okay. But... I love her now. Okay. Yes. So she sucks in the first two because you're rooting for Jonah and Calla. Yes. And she's there and they are best friends. They're still best friends. Jonah like is very honestly, God bless Calla because I don't care. I have a lot of guy friends. I'm not in love with any of them. Never have been in love with any of them. If Gil had like a best girlfriend who, when we like, who when we started dating was in love with him and was kind of like trying to get him to break up with me at first, they would not be friends. Correct. And I'm like a very chill person. They would not be friends. If I started dating Gil and I had a guy friend who was in love with me and was trying to break Gil and I. It would work in reverse as well. We would not be friends. Correct. So God bless Calla and Jonah for being real nice and real chill and real understanding because what couldn't be fucking me. Same. Anyway. I was like, this bitch. But I had heard great things about Running Wild. That's book three. I heard great things about it. And then Shannon was like, have you read it? And I said, no. And she was like, I just started the audio. I really like it. I'm starting to like Marie. I said, okay. I trust her. So I started the audio. I devoured it. I loved the audio. It was so good. Um, My only issue with it had nothing to do with Marie. I was very mad at the male main character. Which I'm not going to say anything because I'm not going to spoil it. He does something that in my mind is so fucked up. And Marie is like such a good person that she kind of just like lets it go. And I was like, this man, no, she should have been so mean to him. I would have, I would have made him feel like absolute dirt. Did I, she? No, no, no. But like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you off air. Okay. 
I don't spoil. I don't want to spoil. I mean, like, skip if you don't want to hear a spoiler. Should I just we'll do give that? You, we'll give you like five seconds. I say skip right now. Come back in two minutes if you don't want to hear a spoiler. Um, okay. So he, his, he was married. So two years ago, his wife died during childbirth, and his son died with her. So oh, he's like very trauma. They have like they're very flirty, whatever. He basically is like, I cannot do this. Like I'm just like whatever. She doesn't know that that this happened. She finds out, whatever. Blah blah. blah. Long story. They they do hook up a few times, and then they. I think it's like they're they're about to have sex. She's like, I don't have a condom. I'm also not on birth control, and. They had talked about like how she's 38 and she's not married and she's like always like pictured herself with a family, whatever. And he's kind of like, well, if something happens, like, and she's like, oh, okay. So they're both like on the same page. Like he's like, I'll pull out. But if anything happens, like we're both okay with this. And she's like, yes. So they have unprotected sex. He pulls out, whatever. The next day he was like, it's too much. He was like, I really, he's like, I'm not, I'm not in the right place. Like I would like, we got carried away last night. Like I can't do this. And I was, I understood I understand, it I because I understand that. the yeah. trauma like the and the panic. Sound right. fine. Yeah. But then like, so she's like, okay, fuck it. And like, he cannot like understand like why she like doesn't want to like be like his vet. And like, he still wants her to be around, but he like can't. So like, it was just driving, it, it was driving me crazy. Yet I was like, this man is mani- like, this is toxic, red yeah. flag, manipulative. Yes. He's been through a lot, but like you can't treat people like shit. And then, like, when he finally does come around to it, he does apologize, but, like, she just kind of is like, oh, I understand. And I wanted to be like, no, like, make him work for it. No, you don't understand. (laughs) Like, that was so horrific what he did. In my opinion, I'm sorry. No, I'm with you. So, I did love him. That's one part I want. I wanted her to be mean to him. I know. I get that. And even, like, even if you were okay with, like, maybe the next morning, like, having those thoughts, it's like, okay, I can, okay. There's someone was like did kind of like trying to keep me around, but like couldn't. It, it was it it's was like back and forth the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I'd like goodbye. Like, and the later. whole and like her whole thing with Jonah was that she like was reading too much into their friendship, mm-hmm. and like she was so she kind like kind of like always like gives herself to people and they never return it. So I really wanted her to like stand up for herself and be like, yeah. no, I deserve more than this, and like make him work for it. I just feel like it was like too easily like resolved in the end. And like whatever, they have a happily ever after, and it's great, and I'm happy for them. But I just wanted that like one. You want little... that a little bit more of a girl. Yeah. Like, like, come fucking crawl some stones, bitch. Yes. I hear that. Um, yeah. and I just wanted to talk about, and I know that Katie is supposed to be doing this with me. <laughs> Honestly, what's funny is that on the podcast back in August, I said I'm going to do a third of gra- glass reread starting September, and Katie said. What, what did you plan this? I want to do it. And I said, I, I literally just decided right the second that I'm going to do this. Yeah. And um, I really do want to do one though. I'm 50% into book one. So I finished Crown of Midnight last night. Okay. And I'm never going to be, okay, that's not true. Sometimes I will be a fake bitch, but I'm not, I'm not ever intentionally going to be a fake bitch, but I love Sarah J. Mass. I'm not going to give all of her books five stars just because it's Sarah J. Mass. No. Like, I'm also not going to give all of her books five stars. If I, Throne of Glass as a series, five million stars. Yes. Throne of Glass. Individually. I gave, and I stand by it because I, so I read these books two years ago and I'm like, oh, am I, are my ratings going to change? I gave Throne of Glass four stars. I stand by it. Is it her best book? No. no. But I read it and I was like, 
even though it's not great, I'm having fun reading it. Like, whatever. Crown of Midnight, not a good, is my least favorite of all of the Throne of, all Sarah J. Mass books. I can agree on that. That's why I've always had a hard time continuing on past two. I know. I'm saying it's my least favorite. <sighs> Tower of Dawn is also, but I no, think sorry. Tower of Dawn is going to change when yes. I do the tandem read. Anyway, Crown of Midnight, three stars, and I stand by that. Oh, I stand by three stars, but like I like I looked at I see people and they're giving it five stars. I'm like, you're giving yeah. it five stars because you like the series. You're not giving it five stars because it's a good book. Crown of Midnight, I'm sorry, it drags. It's so fucking slow in the beginning. The entire like sixty percent of the book is like no plot and all just like Kale and Selena hanging out together. And it's not even because I'm a Kale hater because I did like Kale in the first two books. I just always like Dorian more, and they are so mean to Dorian in Crown of Midnight, like. Selena is so mean to him and it really pisses me off. But Kale like has been his friend since childhood. Like Selena has only known him for a few months. So like her being a bitch pisses me off, but like whatever. I can, and I can understand it because spoiler alert for Throne of Glass, his father butchered her entire family. Mm -hmm. So like, I understand. It's a deep association. Yeah. She's like, I, and she even like is saying it. She's like, I care for Dorian. Like he is my friend, but how can I be friends with the person whose family is responsible for the death of mine? Like, exactly. I understand it. Like, it's a kind of a mind fuck. But Kale has been his friend forever. And he like basically neglects him. Dorian is going through so much in Crown of Midnight. Yeah. And it gets worse for him. My poor little angel baby. But like, he has nobody in his corner. He has no, like, he literally has and nobody. And the last person, the one person you think you can count on. Yeah. Is like not there for you. Which like, they're basically was. like brothers. Yes. And like, the thing with Dorian too is like, Kale does kind of always judge Selena, like, for, like, the things that she does. And he, like, is understanding, but then he has a hard time also, like, grasping, like, the, like that she's an assassin. He's like, I can't believe she's killing people. That's her fucking that's job. Her job. Yeah. Like, what, um, what are you not And Dorian is like, I mean, like, that's just who she is. And, like, you got to accept her, right? Like, I don't know. Like, ugh, I'm just being a I rat. think what I'm going to do, because we all know I suck with this, I'm 100% going to get to it. This is what I'm going to do. Sit down. <laughs> I changed my mind again. I'm gonna take catch this not in November. But what I think I'm gonna do, I'll probably finish book one. I started book one. I'm not reading Crown of Midnight. I'm skipping it. I would just honestly like I'll I will sh- t- like show you my highlights of the things that I think Perfect. are important like for the SJM universe. Perfect. That's what we're gonna do. I will do Assassin's Blade. You know it pains me because I don't want to be upset, but you know it is what it is. And I'm gonna go right into Crown of Midnight. No, not Crown of Midnight. Air fire. Air fire. I, well, that's the thing. So I'm going to do Assassin's Blade next, but I'm I'm salivating waiting for Air, Air of Fire. Like, she, when yes. she gets on that boat at the end of Crown of Midnight, now that I know it's coming, I'm like, just get to Wendelin. Like, that's what it's called, I think. I'm like, just get there. There's going to be a hawk, and he's going to be your mate. <laughs> Literally. There's going to be a seagull waiting for you at the port, but there's just, like, so much that's going to happen. And I stand by what we've said in previous podcasts, that... If I was reading this series as these books came out, I would have probably not finished it or been so tired, like sick of it by the end. Because again, having read these first two, knowing what's to come, the series changes so much. Oh, well, thank you, Siri. Siri's like listening to me have a whole like meltdown <laughs> over here. Um and Air of Fire is when they introduce like Manon and all them. And I remember hating Manon. So I was like, who the fuck are these witches? So like, imagine if like you were waited like two years and then all of a sudden like you get Air of Fire and you're like, who the fuck are these random fucking characters? Like, and I feel like, and again, I don't know if there's anybody else like, 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 
like, reading it back to back to back to back, I think is the best way to do Throne of Glass. Because he, like, okay, because I, I attempted Throne of Glass in 2018. Mm-hmm. My cousin, Carrie, recommended it. I got through book one and I was like, D- decent. Yeah. Not like separate screaming from Yeah, Throne so of she Glass. recommended it because I had it downloaded on my Kindle forever. Ever. I got it to book two and I was like, we went downhill. We went down fucking hill. I'm out. Count yes. me out. So I did that once and I was like, never again. Then Teresa was like, you need to do it. So I was like, fine. No, I no. did it again. I did well, I did another attempt, like some again, somewhere throughout the years where I tried one more time with books one and two. And then I must have gotten in my head that I can do it. So I bought every single book up to book five. Four? Four. Five. I have up to book five. Don't know where they they uh, died in my parents' attic in the abyss. And then Teresa finally was like, no, you just try. And I was like, bitch, I already fucking read books one and two twice. Like, I don't know if I can do this. She's like, trust me when I say you have to get to three. But that's really hard. It is really hard. Yes. And like, the, I mean, the first two books are like 400 pages. So it's not like they're long. But if you're reading two books and you're like, meh. And for me, and just like you, I went from like decent to downhill. So like in my mind, I was like, why am I going to pick up a book that's longer as yeah. book three? And then you start book three and you're like, who the fuck are these characters? Yeah. I don't care about the witches. And then, I was so pissed no, those chapters. yes, no, me too. I Even remember Curie, I was like, what the fuck is up with these chapters? I was like, trust the process and pay attention. But that's the thing. Yes. Like you really have to trust the process with Throne of Glass. I'm glad that I did. And again, like, I, I don't know, like if it helped that it was, I have always been, we've talked about this too. I've always been a reader, but I would like read like 30 books a year. Yeah. And 2021, I picked up Akatar. Like, I feel like everybody started doing over COVID 2020, 2021, but I picked it up in May and I was like, Where do I get more? Oh my God. <laughs> I read all of them, like, all four, include, well, you know, I include uh, whatever, um, Frost and Starlight. I read all of them in like two weeks and I was like, I need to go to Barnes and Noble. I need to buy these books. And then I saw, I this on the web. Oh my God, oh my God Siri. Siri. Shut the fuck up, bitch. And then I saw, I don't know, I'm like, probably just like throwing my arm around too much. <laughs> and then I saw Crescent City and I was like, Ooh, pretty same author. I'm going to buy it. And then yeah. I saw like the, like Throne of Glass. I was like, I'll buy that too. I'll like, I'll see if I like that series. And I bought the first book and I read it and I was like, I'm intrigued. And then I just downloaded them all on Kindle. But like I did Akatar and Crescent City first. And then I picked up Throne of Glass and I read all, like that was all I did for like a month, like from May to June. Those were the only books that I read. And then, like, obviously I spiraled into a lot. But I think because I, those were, like, my first, like, I don't want to say my first fantasy books in a while because I read Shadow and Bone earlier in 2021. But, like, I just feel like I wasn't reading as much fantasy romance at that time. So I was, like, open Mm -hmm. to it more. But I think that, like, if I started Throne of Glass now, I'd have a harder time getting into it because the first two books aren't that great and again yeah. I think Crown of Midnight is a step back so like yeah Teresa and I were talking about this when we were wa- walking through Target today like we almost wish it's like a double-edged sword because sometimes it is kind of nice when you have the first couple books of a series be shorter so you can make the decision but again I made a decision that I'm like I'm not, I don't want to say I regret because I read it but I made the decision twice to stop the series yeah um but, like, playing Prisoner, for instance, like, everyone's, like, book one and two could be one book, and sh- they're right. But at the same time, too, I do like that they're separate. But in this instance, we were saying that we wish books one and two were the same, and half of book two was almost chopped. Yeah. Like, enough of the back and forth, them, them just being friends, like, 
Put some of that in there, just you know. Just, there was yeah, there was a lot right? in kind of midnight that I was just like, this is just Not here needed, for yeah. yeah. So like you took half that out, so what? D- dumb it down by like maybe 150, 200 pages, and then combine the rest with book one. Like you could, we could be talking about an, a decent book, and then yeah, air fires X, and you don't mind that, right? Obviously, that's not going to happen because the books are written. But yeah, I mean, like, whatever, but like, I'm going to write a whole dissertation about Crown of Midnight <laughs> just being like, I've been seeing, okay, so I've been seeing people do, I'm going to, I swear I'm going to get off this SJM horse in like five seconds, but I've been seeing people do, um, like, a ranking of all of the SJM books, and people are putting House of Sky and Breath last, and I'm like, Crown of Midnight exists. So does Throne of Glass. So does Frost and Starlight. Frost and Starlight. Yeah, like, no, like, you're going to put Sky and Breath as the worst SJM book. False. False. Do I like it better than Earth and Blood? No. No. But it still doesn't mean it's But it's like a top five, top six, top five. At least top eight. At least top eight. It's a top, yeah. Like, at least. Like, Akamath, Queen of Shadows. Crescent City One. Yeah, Earth and Blood. Those are my top three. Same. Probably, like, not in any order. I probably would do Akamath, House of Earth and Blood, then Queen of Shadows. Again, I'll report back. But after that, Crown of Midnight's last right now. Tower of Dawn's probably going to rank towards the bottom. I know that my mind might change, but... I think your mind might change. I actually... I loved Empire well, of Storms, If you were to ask me right now, during the tangent read, which... I remember... If you said, which do you remember more of, I'm going to tell you right now, it's Tower of Dawn. I thoroughly enjoyed that book. I, it was homework getting through that book. But again, the way you did it, yes, I think that would be homework because you're, after four, you're like. I want, actually, while we still have you guys. I'm sorry, after five. It's like, holy shit, like, I need more. I need to see, because I read, I think I read Kingdom of Ash in like three days. I think Tower of Dawn took me like six days to read. Damn. I just like I was like oh my god you, like you look for your how long it took you I'm like, gonna look yeah maybe someone else out there I think Maggie likes Tower of Dawn as well if I'm not mistaken most people but do I, but most people do the tandem read I didn't know that the tan I wasn't on book talk yeah I didn't know that like, I, I, I rated it three stars so we'll see if that changes um yeah it took me seven days I started June 30th and finished July 7th wow tandem read Rosebuds has a really good um outline of what the tandem read should look like for chapters every yeah, everybody who does a tandem read loves this book i did not know because it breaks both of them up like it just it gives you i don't know i liked empire of storms and again i swear i will do that i will do the tandem read again but like i really really enjoy tower of dawn and not because like take kale out of the mix like kale to me i don't want to say he's redeemed himself but i think he's try to make up for past behaviors so I, I wouldn't call me a lover and I wouldn't call me a hater I'm very neutral in terms to him yeah. um which I think is an okay place to be in my opinion but I just really enjoyed his story I really enjoyed the world there or the I guess the continent that they're on I don't know I, I really enjoyed everything about that book. I'm honestly I'm looking at all my like OG ratings for the books and it's like really funny I only gave Queen of Shadows and Kingdom of Ash five stars I gave four stars to everything else and then three stars to Crown of Midnight and Tower of Dawn. <laughs> Tower of Dawn took me a whole week to I read. I know for a fact that I rated five stars for, for Tower of Dawn. So I, when I tell you, I could see certain scenes in my mind. No, I believe I you. I remember, like, again, ask me anybody's name besides Irene and Calvin. I gave Crown of Glass three stars. Yeah. Nezrin. That's the only other person Nezrin. I remember. And then book two. And Sartok. I remember the characters. I don't know why I'm saying that. 
I'm excited for the tandem read because I want to like Tower. I do really want to like it. Book two, two stars. Okay. <laughs> Book three, five. I might have I'm surprised that I only... I'm, I'm actually really... I'm a hard rater. You are. I think from here on out, I gave everything five stars. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to I change my ratings point. because, like, now I'm so, like, invested in the characters. Yeah. That, like, I think that my ratings will go up, but... Again, I'm a, I I don't like to give a lot of five stars, but Queen of Shadows and Kingdom of Ash got five, five stars. stars. And yeah, Tower of Dawn, Crown of Midnight, three. Throne of Glass, Air Fire, and Fire Storms, I gave four. OG scores. I might keep them, I might not. You guys have to wait and see. I think I'm a little more relaxed with my five stars. It's so funny. I wish there was like a five star than like an infinity star, which in reality would be like a four star and a five star. Yeah. Um, but I do give out five stars. But, yeah. But literally, yeah, literally July seventh to July 9th, Kingdom of Ash, but seven days for Tower of Dawn. I can't get over it. Nothing takes you seven days to read. Nothing takes three seven days to read. <laughs> um, but that's where we are now. So I'm going to continue to Twisted Crowns. I'm going to do a Curse of Dark and Lonely. Obviously, that's next week. We are going to put out an October schedule. We do have to talk about that. Which October we will talk. Schedule. I know we just said this last week. We did talk about it, but we might be doing one book a week because of all the new releases. So just stay but tuned. We're gonna, but but to piggyback off that yes. really quickly, if we do do that, we'll do we spilling the tea in the morning and then be like, or not in the morning, in the like, beginning, and then be yeah. like, okay, sign off now if you haven't read yeah. Caught Up by Liz Hopper. Exactly. Yeah. So or whatever. We'll still get spilling tea if you do prefer those. Yeah. Books. But we are probably going to do a caught up and hopeless. Yes. By Elsa Silver. So stay tuned for the other ones that we are definitely going to be discussing. Um. But yeah, Curse of Dark and Lonely next week. Mm-hmm. So I have to read that. I'm listening to Inadequate Air on audio, and I think that's it for me. I'm doing. I'm listening to a Curse of Dark and Lonely, but I also just downloaded Assistant to the Villain, so I'm going to kind of like interchange. Um, like I like to li- run, I like to li- listen when I read a run. So I feel like assistant to the villain might be a little bit more like just easier than like a curse of dark moon. I kind of want to pay attention more. Yeah. Um, and then I am reading the unfortunate side effects of heartbreak and <laughs> magic. Yes. Are you liking it so far? The it's cute. Okay, you have it's to. You're, you're gonna have to keep me. I'll make posted. you post it. It's cute so far. She also has recipe. I I wait. Hold on. Before we sign off, I was cracking up last night. She every couple chapters she puts in a recipe. It's baking, and I and I quote. I should have taken a picture of this for you. I wrote on the first recipe. Patsy walked into her pizza. <laughs> yeah, send me a picture and then come over I while I bake for you. Because I don't bake. <laughs> Katie tried. Katie one day texted me. He's like, how do you make your chocolate chip cookies? And I said, just come over in 30 minutes. And I just like made them for her. Because I did attempt to make chocolate Well, no. Cookies. But the second time you were like, no, just give me a recipe. I want to do it. And she thought that like you could just substitute things. Yeah, yeah. And I said, Katie Jean, no. Tom like literally was like, next time you say, can you just ask <laughs> One time you came here and you had your holiday party for work. And you were like, can you bake these for yeah. me for the holiday party? And then we watched Christmas movies and I great. baked cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's all we have. Um, we're going to a Bridget, a Bridget event tomorrow for Defy the Night and Defend the Dawn that we're really excited about. So we'll talk about that next week when we review her book, A Curse of Dark and Lonely. And on that note, Katie Jean, send us out. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, 
please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, fuckers. Bye.